Welcome everyone, this is Anna Jones and you are listening to the All in Sacred Time podcast for late spring 2015. The All in Sacred Time podcast is posted for free on my website as well as on iTunes and is designed to give deeper meaning into your life by helping you to better understand and consciously align with the cosmological and sacred energies affecting and influencing your daily life. Each new podcast is being released in two segments, one in the early part of each season and one in the late part of each season. This is the podcast for late spring 2015. So there are many things coming up in sacred time that I wanted to uh, speak to you about. Uh, We've reached the halfway point, believe it or not, it's hard for me to believe, that we've reached the halfway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Um, by the time many of you are listening to this, we will have either reached that point or been past that point. On May the 1st is the exact day of the halfway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. So spring is halfway over. Uh, It is the ancient celebration um, known largely here in the West by the name of May Day, uh, but the uh, Celts would have called it and known it by the name of uh, Beltane. It's also had many other names, but May Day and Beltane on May the 1st are the two most common names given to this day, uh, the day in which uh, it's the halfway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Uh, why is it important? Why is it significant? Uh, first of all, the energies of spring are um, in just in, in, in peaking, basically. There's, a, there's an apex that's reached, so much so that once an apex of this nature is reached, uh, there's a shifting of the tides that happens. I discussed throughout the podcast the equinoxes and the solstices, but I'm also going to be discussing these cross-quarter points, which are the time periods that are halfway in between and how these are the times where we feel the energies shift uh, and we and, and it's described best way I can describe it to you is as if a, a tide of energy is going out and a new tide of energy is coming in <coughs> And the new energy that's coming in is the energy of summer. So it's the beginning of summer tide, actually, which is another reason why the halfway point of Beltane is important, uh, because it is the beginning of summer tide. So it's still spring, and it's still going to be spring for six more weeks. However, it's going to feel more and more like summer as uh, spring starts to give way now to summer and the summer tide uh, of energy. The energy energy of summer, the summer tide begins to flow in and we feel it more and more. Um, and I believe that this is one of the reasons why we feel uh, by the time Memorial Day comes around, which will be uh, happening on the weekend of the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of May, that by the time that comes around, we're really feeling that summer tide uh, rolling in stronger and stronger. It still won't be summer yet. Uh, it actually doesn't turn summer over Memorial Day weekend. It turns summer, uh, the summer solstice on the summer solstice uh, every year and the summer solstice uh, will be the time in which I'll be uh, releasing the next podcast in the series um, which will be the first podcast of early summer. The summer solstice this year falls on June the 21st uh, and so it will continue to be spring all the way up until June the 21st but as of right now, as of May 1st, uh, we're going to begin to to 
uh, experience this incoming energy of the summertide uh, and, and it'll start to feel more and more like summer as the days and as the weeks go by um, and it will be kind of peaking begin to peak and kind of be in full tide full summer tide is what uh, the best way I can describe it to you full summer tide by the time the solstice comes so this podcast is designed to cover that whole uh, six-week period um, of sacred time I'm going to be just covering a few things that are going to be happening within this six-week period um, and uh, hopefully it'll be something that can assist you in aligning yourself uh, with the natural rhythms of the natural order of time and the natural order of the natural world. So um, that said, let me get into what else is happening within sacred time. Uh, shortly after the uh, after May Day, after Beltane uh, on May the first, uh, we have our first full moon of this new six-week cycle of this uh, second half of spring and uh, the first full moon in the second half of spring is coming up on May the 3rd and 4th depending upon which part of the world you're in it will fall on the 3rd uh, for some people the 4th for others uh, May the 3rd and the 4th um, it'll be 11:42 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on May the 3rd uh, that the full moon will be uh, happening and occurring and this is a very special full moon um, all of them are are, of course, and all full moons amplify energy, which is something that I always point out to people, especially amplifying uh, emotional energy. The name that the Native Americans gave to the full moon in the month of May is the flower moon or the budding moon, and um, we all know the famous saying, April showers bring May flowers. Uh, well, so does this particular moon. Uh, it's believed that th this particular moon brings out uh, the flowers and uh, causes further budding and awakening to happen uh, within within nature uh, and within us because we are a part of nature. Uh, sometimes I think we forget that. We forget we get so out of balance and so disconnected from nature we forget that, that we are a part of nature. And rather than uh, be a uh, astrological report, I've chosen for these podcasts to be more of a cosmological report and how these cosmological influences affect us and and try to get um, it, the message out about these things pertaining directly to us. So if the, the full moon to the Native Americans uh, was a flower moon, a budding moon, a moon that brought the energy of flowering and budding to nature, and we're a part of nature, well then we need to apply that directly into our lives as to what are the energies of this particular uh, full moon going to bring. I'm not going to get into the, again, the astral astrological influences of it and astrological signs and all of that as much as I want to focus today uh, not that I don't do those things I do but I want to focus today on this this flower moon this budding energy um, because regardless of what sign it may be in and regardless of other influences this is its prominent uh, influence that was seen and witnessed uh, repeatedly again and again and again in nature uh, which is why it's known as this and given this name 
Um, so it, it creates a flowering in us and a budding in us. Uh, and so if we can open ourselves, allow that flowering to happen more fully and completely, allow ourselves to uh, open and to release and to really shine. Um, and when we're flowering, we're opening, uh, we're expanding, and we're uh, really shining that light, really shining our gifts, letting that all be uh, visible, letting the inner beauty be visible, letting the uh, the the inner aspects of of who we are really kind of open up and shine and be uh, visible and accessible uh, to all. So I encourage you all to uh, to do that on uh, this full moon. Another reason why it's special this full moon of May the third, May the fourth, um, this first one in this new cycle. Another reason why it's special is in the Buddhist tradition. This is known as the Buddha moon. Um, it's known also by the name of Wisak, and um, it's considered to be the celebration of the uh, the birth, the enlightenment, and the the death or the disappearance of Buddha, and um, that it's considered to be a time in which uh, everything that we do at, on on this particular full moon uh, brings us spiritual enlightenment, um, has a almost almost instantaneous uh, karmic effect, especially so. It's really good time. All full moons are a good time for doing releasing and clearing and uh, focusing on what it is that you're wanting to uh, shine a light on and uh, bring more light and energy to uh, and utilizing that energy of course for action but particularly the Wiesak full moon, the Buddha full moon which is this flowering uh, budding moon on May the 3rd, 4th it is um, particularly special uh, for any of our actions that we do uh, to have immediate karmic uh, impact. So it's best for uh, spiritual activities to take, take place, uh, for prayer, for meditation, for ceremony, and to be super conscious and mindful uh, during that moon, all the all whole day, not just at night when you're looking up at it, uh, it you know, or if you can peek at it at your, through your window, but the whole day to be super mindful that it's the full moon the whole day during this time period, um, and that every thought, word, action, and deed is not only being amplified, by the full moon, but there's also this special uh, Wiesak Buddha moon, uh, basically benediction and blessing that any any good activities we do, any good thoughts we do, any positive thoughts we do uh, will be amplified and the reward or the benefit of that uh, can come back to us exponentially for our own personal enlightenment. Uh, so using that energy appropriately um, doesn't mean that negative energy might have negative karmic repercussions it's quite possible there might be some instantaneous karmic uh, repercussions. I've heard some uh, teachers teach about that and say yes, and I've heard some teachers teach about that and say, um, you know, kind of minimize it and, and, and not go uh, as much into that, but to try to get people to really focus more on the positive than to be afraid of the negative. Uh, just really focus on the positive and utilize this, this energy to generate more positive karma for yourself, to generate more blessings, 
more spiritual enlightenment, more spiritual awakening uh, into your life. And acts of compassion, acts of love, acts of kindness, uh, all of those things, words of compassion, words of kindness, words of love, uh, those are two things that are totally appropriate as well uh, to practice mindfully on this upcoming Buddha uh, moon, which is also, as I was describing, the flowering and the budding moon for us to open ourselves. Uh, I think the, the it's, it's just a really beautiful, beautiful time period and, and full moon cycle that's coming up. So um, that's the full moon that's coming up, and then there will be a new moon. Uh, there's always a full moon. There's always a new moon. The new moon is the beginning of the lunar cycle. But because uh, the full moon comes first, uh, at the beginning of this recording, I'm sharing the full moon first. Uh, it's so normally uh, last year I was doing a series of these podcasts and I was doing them on the new moon. Uh, it got to be uh, something that was a little too frequent for me. So instead of doing them every new moon, I'm now doing them uh, every um, basically solstice and equinox as well as the cross quarter points, which is the six-week cycle. Um, so uh, normally I would start with the new moon, but because this uh, full moon coming up is right around the corner from the release of this podcast and from uh, Beltane, I thought I would start with uh, speaking about the full moon first. And when you look at the Gregorian calendar, which is our man-made calendar, uh, it comes uh, you know first on the the man-made calendar. So, um, but the so we're, we're, the full moon um, of Wiesak of the Buddha moon that I've been talking about, it's the it's the uh, peak, the culmination of the, um, the the new moon cycle that we've already been in, and we'll start a new lunar cycle on May the 18th. Uh, so every 28 days that we have a new lunar cycle, uh, and so we're kind of in the middle right now uh, as this podcast is being released. We're kind of in the middle of an existing lunar cycle where where the full moon falls in the middle of the existing lunar cycle, and then there'll be a new lunar cycle that will start. Um, for the new month, new moon cycle, the new month or month on May the 18th. Um, what's special about the upcoming May um, the 18th new moon? Of course, there are always times to set intentions, uh, to set the intentions of the energies that we want to put forth, that we want to grow uh, and, and, and move into during that upcoming lunar cycle. So on May the 18th, be sure that you take some time to set some intentions for, for whatever it is that you want to um, have come in uh, and whatever seed you want to plant, you want to grow, both literally and metaphorically. And um, it's also falling this time on uh, Mercury retrograde. And uh, so this particular new moon coming up on May the 18th uh, is going to be uh, aligning with the first day of Mercury going into retrograde. And um, most of the lunar cycle, uh, Mercury will be in retrograde for the this time, not the entire lunar cycle, but most of it. Uh, Mercury will be in retrograde from uh, May the 18th um, all the way through uh, June the 11th, actually. So from May the 18th, uh, all the way through till June the 11th, which is approximately three weeks out of the four-week lunar cycle. So we're going to feel um, 
the, the the impact of Mercury retrograde, I think, a little bit stronger, possibly, as a result of that, as a result of it coming at the beginning of the lunar cycle and per pervading uh, throughout the majority of the new lunar cycle. Um, the next new moon in June will be May the 16th. So uh, really it will be only one, two, three, four, five, five, six days uh, of the moon cycle that's not Mercury retrograde. That's it. Uh, only five or six days that's not uh, Mercury retrograde. So this particular moon cycle coming up will be heavily influenced uh, by the retrograde. So what is Mercury retrograde? For those of you who don't know, I've spoken about it before. Um, I don't want to go into too much depth about it, uh, but it is the appearance of the planet Mercury moving backwards in the sky. Uh, when we look up and we look at Mercury in its uh, orbit, it appears to be uh, for this short period of time, again, this particular one, it happens three times a year, every year, so it's not uncommon. Mercury retrograde happens three times a year, um, and it always happens for approximately three weeks, sometimes a little bit longer than three weeks, so approximately three three weeks. And um, for that period of time, it appears as if Mercury is moving backwards in the sky, and I always like to emphasize to people to remind you that it's the appearance of backward motion. It can affect um, communications, especially. This is the, the large area that it affects, and of course communications is all about what we are uh, experiencing these days. We, we live in not just the information age, but the communication age. It affects communications in relationships, it affects uh, communications online. Uh, can, it can affect even machines and devices that are associated with those com uh, communications. And it can sometimes appear, especially in communications with other people, as if something is not um, connecting, as if there's a disconnect. Uh, there can be some implications regarding travel, although it's uh, mostly things regarding to, uh, um, to, regarding to um, communications uh, and, and things that get, just have to get maybe returned or revisited or redone. Again, the re in retrograde gives you kind of the key uh, as to what some of the things are that are appropriate uh, to do within the retrograde period. Um, so Mercury retrograde, uh, the entire time of this next coming moon cycle, uh, gives us the opportunity to uh, revisit uh, things that we want to revisit, um, maybe uh, uh, reawaken, um, perhaps to uh, renew, restore, uh, recreate. Um, I know that it's happening uh, just a few days before the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the word recreate, uh, it, it comes to mind, recreation, uh, recreation and recreational activities. Uh, the root of that is to recreate, recreation, recreation. Um, so they renew, they restore recreational activities, recreational things that we do for ourselves. Um, as long as they're healthy ones, of course, uh, they renew and they restore us. They help us to kind of recreate ourselves uh, to in order to uh, go to the next phase. So uh, maybe take some time during, especially since it's happening at the new moon, which is also like new beginnings, right? Uh, so to focus on intentions for what you want to recreate in yourself and restore in yourself and renew in yourself and uh, things that perhaps you may want to uh, return to and re 
revisit and retreat from and release, uh, you know, all of those things are appropriate uh, during Mercury retrograde. And spend some time in recreation, healthy kinds of recreation um, that can uh, benefit you uh, during this time. And don't be frustrated with Mercury retrograde and, and definitely don't put too much negative thought or negative energy towards it or build it up to be something uh, bigger than it has to be. Uh, I, I believe the more energy we give to it mentally with our minds, um, especially if it's negative energy, then the, the, the harder it can be and the more that it can can impact with uh, with, impact us. Um, the best thing is to release and to uh, go with the flow, basically, um, and to uh, not make any uh, major serious uh, commitments during that time that you don't have some flexibility to alter or change uh, that that that's another important thing to consider uh, during mercury retrograde periods is to keep some flexibility there um, you know to, don't lock yourself into anything that can't be altered amended uh, changed redirected uh, recorrected whatever you know in case that were to be the case doesn't always happen. Uh, not everything that happens in Mercury retrograde has to be redone or recorrected or re-altered, uh, but, but it periodically does happen and uh, that, that's good for us to know. So in addition to um, Mercury retrograde, uh, I wanted to mention um, something else that's happening that's on the sacred calendar, but it's not necessarily uh, a celestial event or a cosmological event. Um, it's on the sacred calendar of Christianity. Uh, and so sometimes in these podcasts, I not only talk about celestial and cosmological events, but I also uh, talk about things that are on some of the sacred calendars of some of the spiritual traditions of the world. And on the sacred calendar of the, of the Christian tradition, um, there's a, uh, a holy day coming up on May the 14th. Actually, it's 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 af it's before the Mercury retrograde is before uh, the new moon, um, and it's on happening on May the 14th, and it's the celebration of the ascension, uh, the the ascension of Christ. So I just wanted to point that out, mention that that's also coming up, and it is in that window, actually, uh, three four day type of window time period uh, before that new moon. And, um, of course, the uh, ascension being very, very, very special uh, and very powerful uh, for uh, all of us to be inspired by. And um, so let yourself be inspired by that and, uh, you know, maybe connect with that. And in what way do I want to focus on, um, you know, making that connection with Christ and the ascension of Christ and also in my own personal life ascending to a higher state of consciousness, a higher state of spiritual awareness, a higher state of being, a higher state of love, a higher vibration, you know, whatever you want to ascend to, and maybe throw that intention, put those intentions out there uh, during the time of the new moon that will be coming right after the ascension as well. Uh, so reflect on that and think about that. Um, in fact, in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, uh, the ascension isn't even celebrated until the 21st. So uh, in, in most of uh, Christianity it's celebrated on May the 4th but the Eastern Orthodox uh, celebration of it is on May the 21st so it's actually 
uh, that May 18th date falls right in the middle uh, between the 14th and the 21st. Uh, so again, the ascension energy, I think, can uh, be something that inspires us for the new moon, uh, for the retrograde period that we want to, you know, really uh, try to, uh, you know, utilize those energies in the most positive way possible. Um, I know a lot of people that, uh, you know, again, kind of put out negative energies towards Mercury retrogrades. I think with the new moon and the ascension um, and, and the building of the summer tide uh, that we can uh, go with the flow with anything that needs to be released, renewed, restored, redone, recreated, uh, and um, just use those energies for creating the most positive things that we that we possibly can. Um, so that's the month of May, primarily the most important things I wanted to talk about. Uh, it's not necessarily everything that's happening and going on in sacred time and definitely not everything going on astrologically, uh, uh, but within the major uh, influences that I wanted to discuss with you today. So let's look at early June, um, because again, this podcast covers uh, the next six weeks from May the 1st of Beltane all the way through June the 21st uh, is what this podcast covers. So um, the full moon in June, the first full moon in June, uh, will be the full moon um, on June the second actually so on June the second will be the full moon in June and it will be happening at 1219 Eastern Time uh, and this particular full moon in the Native American tradition is known as the rose moon uh, where the roses come into bloom uh, or also the strawberry moon where the strawberries come into uh, preparedness and readiness uh, ready for them to be uh, harvested and consumed so uh, the harvest comes into full fruit and uh, the strawberries come into full fruit during the month of June with through the energies of this moon and on uh, the rose moon and um, it's going to uh, be at the beginning of the month and I always feel that sometimes when the full moons or the new moons uh, happen in the beginning of our calendar months, our man-made calendar months, that that kind of sets the tone, kind of uh, helps us to uh, realize what the energies of the months are going to months going to be. And so the energy of the full moon is a hot, like high tide, right? It's like full-on full light, full-blown full energy, you know, full-blown amplification. Uh, I feel like that's going to kind of be a pre uh, precursor or, or predictor for the month of June for us, the fact that it's uh, the month of June is starting uh, with a full moon, the calendar month is starting with a full moon, um, I think that indicates to us that it might be a, a month of very high energy uh, and very like high, high tides. I do know that um, there's been some energy peaking in the planet right now, uh, the, there's been some earth changes and things that have been happening of recent uh, that uh, I believe um, is shaking things up, stirring things up uh, in order to, again, move the energies that need to be moved um, and to awaken uh, further energies. Uh, and so I can see that continuing to happen to some degree, but I think we'll level out on some of our emotional reactions to it, and we need to level out on some of our emotional reactions to it. Uh, literally, uh, within the last few days, uh, 
Um, there's been a lot of activity within the Ring of Fire, the volcanic uh, Ring of Fire that is the Ring of uh, Volcanoes around the Pacific, um, including here on the Big Island of, of Hawaii, where I broadcast this podcast out of um, Volcanoes National Park. Uh, Kilauea Caldero has uh, had a, a rising of the lava levels in the lava lake uh, that is here. It's not the same type of uh, violent eruptions as we see in South America happening right now. Uh, there are different types of volcanoes. Uh, the one here on the Big Island is a shield volcano and some of the other volcanoes that are going off in other parts of the world, especially in South America, are more the ash type of volcanoes and so they're very different from each other but still there's activity and of course, we can say at any given moment there's activity. Um, the the Kilauea uh, the Kilauea volcano here on the Big Island, for example, it's been active for many many years. It's not like it's just now becoming active, but there's a new level of activity and energy rising in it. Uh, there's a rising uh, that's happening. Um, there's a rising that's happening uh, through these um, volcanic uh, activations uh, that are happening right now, and a rising literally of the Himalayas. Um, the uh, earthquake that took place in the Himalayan mountains of Nepal and India and Tibet, uh, the Himalayas, uh, when they move, uh, they're the tallest and, and greatest mountain range in the world. Uh, it's a significant uh, experience, a significant event uh, for the entire world, not just for the region. Uh, when that mountain range moves, there has been a shift uh, deep inside the earth, not just deep inside the mountains, but deep inside the earth. And um, it's a rising, uh, it's a rising of um, the energies within those mountains and, and literally and metaphorically a rising of the Himalayas. So. Um, so there's rising energies right now, and I see it continuing to rise uh, all throughout the next six weeks especially. Um, I haven't put too much uh, intuitive focus uh, beyond that. Um, I am a professional uh, intuitive and clairvoyant and medium. Um, however, I haven't uh, tuned in to much more past this uh, six-week time period as to uh, how much longer I, I, I see or feel going on for, but definitely uh, this new rising of energy within the Earth's grid, uh, which is why I think the, these things are happening. Um, the Earth has an energy grid, it has an energy body, and within the Earth's grid I see it a rising of um, definitely uh, life force energy, kundalini energy flowing through the grid and rising, helping with the planetary ascension actually, uh, speaking of ascension, um helping with the, 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 the planetary ascension, which is an ongoing thing. It's not just for the six-week cycle. Uh, it hasn't been going on just for this time period. It's been going on from before and it will go on probably long after, but we're in, uh, there are certain times where we really start to feel it and we feel it strongly and the earth is reacting to it. And I think that we're experiencing that right now. And even with all the unrest that we're currently having uh, here in the United States uh, with all of the um, unrest that's happening from the protests 
protests that are happening and occurring in some of the, the major cities back east, New York City, Baltimore, uh, Philadelphia, uh, Washington, D.C. I know there's other places in the country, too. I haven't been listening to all the news broadcast to even figure out how many places of which uh, some of the uh, protests and demonstrations are happening. Um, but to me, it's all part of this energy that's rising up, you know, to rise up, to stand up. And it's, um, uh, it's something that's beginning now, and we're feeling it very strongly now. But I actually see it uh, through my intuitive look at this, uh, what I've been saying and discussing uh, regarding sacred time, regarding these new moon, the new moon the, that's coming up, the ascension, uh, the, the, the full moons that are coming up. I actually see it continuing all throughout. And the fact that it's happening here at the beginning of this summer tide, I actually see it happening all throughout this second stage of spring, this second cycle of spring as the summer tide comes in more, uh, just feeling that rising. Now, hopefully, again, we will calm down the emotional aspect of it and we won't be emotionally responding or reacting to it because as it's been arising initially, there's just been a lot of emotions being stirred up, a lot, a lot, a lot of emotions rising in us and to rise up. Um, so hopefully we're going to get that, some of that emotional stuff kind of recentered and recalmed back down and kind of realign and reattune and readjust now to this new uh, higher vibration that, that, that things have risen to. Um, but uh, will the rising stop? I know. I don't, I, I, I don't think it's good. I know for sure it's not going to stop after this next six weeks, but there may be a um, kind of a rest period and if you think in terms of waves you know how there uh, can be a high wave and a low wave uh, and, and there will be further waves of this rising of the activation of the planetary ascension and the personal ascension uh, that we're all going through um, which is the raising of the vibration of the planet so there will be further waves uh, coming but um, I, I see this wave right now uh, riding you know all throughout this uh, this this summer tide this now beginning from May 1st uh, up through the solstice. So that's my feeling about it. That's my intuition about it that I wanted to uh, share with all of you. And um, let's see what else is going to be going on in the sacred time calendar. Uh, so right before the summer solstice, we'll have that new moon. That'll be at the beginning of June. And then on June the 16th, we'll have, uh, I'm sorry, we'll have the full moon that's on June the 2nd. And then on June the 16th, we'll have the new moon that's right before the summer solstice. Um, so right before the summer solstice, we'll have a, a new moon uh, that will uh, usher in the, the new season, the new season of summer. Uh, so with the new moon happening um, just four days before the solstice, uh, the new, 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 new will be amplified and we'll be feeling that uh, summer energy in its uh, in its peak and in that, in that reaching that high tide uh, basically. So we'll be feeling that summer energy and all the new shifts uh, that will be happening along with that and there'll be a new podcast that I'll be coming out with on uh, around that time period too. So uh, sometime between uh, the new moon on June the 16th and the um, summer solstice on June the 21st is when I'll come out with the next podcast and be able to speak more about all of these things. So that's it for now. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, feel free to visit my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com, uh, A-N-A-J-O-N-E-S, 
uh, AnnaJonesOnline.com uh, and learn more about what I am offering or listen to some of the other podcasts uh, that I have up there, including uh, the Celestial Voice podcast that I also uh, host and release. And um, I will be, uh, during this time period, uh, just one quick announcement to make to everybody. Um, during this time period, I will also be going on my uh, healing and teaching tour. Um, I do holistic healing work, and as I said, I'm a professional intuitive, uh, professional clairvoyant, a medium, and um, I go uh, and do spiritual workshops, teachings, classes, etc. Uh, I'll be teaching Reiki level one, level two, and level three certification training classes for Reiki um, healing and for Reiki practitioner practitioners training, um, and I'll be teaching those uh, coming up in the next month uh, in the Washington D.C. metro area, uh, in the Maryland and Northern Virginia area, which is where I go when I go on these tours in the spring and in the fall. At least for now, that's where the locations and the destination of the tours are. I'll be available at healing centers for private sessions. Um, I'll be doing an evening event on the full moon of June the 2nd, uh, the one that I talked about earlier in the podcast here. I'll be doing a full moon event in Maryland. And um, I'll also be uh, doing a workshop too. So um, more information will be uh, posted uh, up on my website in the calendar or events section of the website here shortly, probably within the next week or so. Things should be uh, starting to get underway with uh, informing everybody of what the dates are and what's happening and where I'll be and when. Uh, but I did want to make those announcements and invite any of you that are listening to this that could uh, come to see me or that might want to come to see me for either a workshop or a training um, or a private session, a private healing session or a private reading to come and see me while I'm in the Washington, D.C. metro area in the, in the Northern Virginia and in the Maryland uh, area around Washington, D.C. So um, thank you so much, and I will be uh, back again with the next podcast on the summer solstice. Happy summer tide, everyone.